Time now for Side Notes presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close. Volume 8. You like that? Instead of part 1, part 2. You know, it's like Led Zeppelin, volume 1, volume 2, volume 3, volume 4. I don't know. It's better than part 1, part 2. Amongst all the areas of concern on the Buffalo Sabres, this one speaks volumes in many different ways. Yes, it does. There are a lot of positives to Zach Benson staying, potentially staying with the Buffalo yep. Sabres. There are also a lot of negatives. Yeah. it. Uh, the, the first thing that comes to mind is um, last night when he, when he played in the game against Washington, I will I will say this and and I think everybody knows my stance on on Zach Benson. I think if you listen to the podcast, I have basically had a stance the entire time that Zach Benson should not be in this lineup. Now I'm happy giving him a few games here and there. Um I think it's an awesome developmental piece to him. Um but he is going to be a very very good player for years to come for the Buffalo Sabres. I just don't believe that he should be on this team right now if we're serious about making the playoffs. I think if you watched the game and witnessed Zach Benson score his first goal of his NHL career, which clearly is one of the nicest goals of the year in a highlight film, I think everybody in the back of their minds would say, well, he definitely deserves to be here now. And my and thought, they, and and that's and that is what was being said. Sorry, I just wanted to yeah, make sure. And, that... and and my thought is, okay, so what happens? What would happen in people's minds if he hadn't have scored that goal? He played his ninth game. If you play him one more one more game, you burn a year on his NHL contract at the age of eighteen. My, my my thought in my mind, taking out emotion out of this, because I think I and I told you this, that Zach Benson was one of the hardest working players that we had on the team. How is an 18 year old one of the hardest working players each and every shift? It's a problem in itself. I think we have a show titled No Time for Experiments. And and this is an experiment. And I'm sorry if he if he earned a spot on this team, that's a problem. That's where you're going with this. I hope, Craig. I don't care how hard he works here. He shouldn't be here. He shouldn't have been yeah. here. That's exactly and, it. So it comes down to when you think of Benson, should he stay or should he go? And in my mind, right now, after 20 games. I think you're 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 thinking to yourself. I my my first thought is why why was he even here in the to begin with? Because that shows where your team is at. Because there's there's three other eighteen year olds in the league. You know that, right? Do you know what teams they play on? Yes, I do. Number one's Connor Bedard, and Chicago stinks to high hell, and they're they're deep into a very early build. You have another player in Carlson, the second over the second overall draft pick. He plays in Anaheim. They are in a very early build. The other one is Adam Fantilli, 
drafted third overall to the Columbus Blue Jackets. They are in an early build. All of those three teams are not good hockey teams. Therefore, you're going to bring in an 18-year-old player, not worry about winning games because that is not the focus. Their focus is to is to develop their young players, give opportunity, uh, so these guys will be better in three, four years from now when they, when they are competitive. But the Sabres, the Sabres are a team that hasn't made the playoffs in 12 years. Okay? You go into a season with an insanely, insanely promising, promising young core of highly talented, skilled players, whether you go, you know, Thompson and Tuck and and Cousins and Paterka and Quinn and Middlestat, they're all young guys. You got Owen Power and Samuelson and Darlene. There's so many young, even Yoki Haru is a young guy. They have an insanely young group. They, they're going to bring in an 18-year-old that's going to make the team? That there should be a red flag for everybody that watches this team because they're not ready to win. Because if you're bringing in an 18-year-old player, okay, you are a team that I think is still needing time to develop. You know my biggest question is with the Benson thing? Number one, how could you seriously have an 18-year-old kid on your roster if you're serious about making the playoffs? That's that's the first question. But that's not that's we've already talked enough about that. Why would Kevin Adams want to burn a year on an 18-year-old kid's contract? What happens was you remember they used to call it the slide contract slide. Yes. So if you sign a kid at 18 and he doesn't play, well, now that he doesn't have to turn pro or start his entry level deal till he's 20. The clock doesn't start till he plays pro games. Why would he want to burn a year of this kid's deal? They obviously, for Zach Benson, feel that junior is not the spot for him or he would have been back there already. Um, I highly disagree with their thinking, and I mean highly. I remember a guy named Alex Nylander. He played 16 and 17-year-old hockey in the OHL. Had 75 points in his last year. They felt here in Buffalo that it would be better for him to go to the minors and play with men instead of staying in junior for 18-year-old and going and dominating the league and continuing to develop not only the confidence but your, you know, to develop your body and everything else. They rushed him. And where's Alex Nylander now? They rushed Zadorov. They took him out of the London Knights of the OHL. They bring him to Buffalo. They rush him. And he was not ready. Physically, he was ready. He was an absolute man-child, a huge, huge kids that, that could skate and, and shoot the puck. But he wasn't ready mentally they rushed him and they had to trade him within what one year how was how how about gregorenko back in the day like you could go back to a number of the buffalo sabers picks and and you're always trying to um push them into the lineup 
Was it the best thing? Everybody talks about Rasmus Ristolainen. Was it the best thing for Rasmus Ristolainen to come to the Buffalo Sabres at the state of the team? Or should he have been playing another or two more years in Finland? Like you can go on and on and on about the draft picks. I don't understand why there's such this need to bring in such young players. For the same reasons why you brought back all the same forwards. I truly believe that it is impossible to get players here. You have so many assets, and you're telling me you can't trade to get pieces, or are you just afraid to trade? Because once you make those trades and those pieces come in, if it doesn't work, now your clock starts ticking. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I think I think the 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 belief where this kind of goes sideways a little bit is the belief in all of your players. I think Kevin Adams has built an environment with Don Granado that went from just a, a tarnished shamble type environment where there was angry, angry players and everything else. And now they're at a point where a lot of these players love being a Buffalo Sabre, which I think is extremely important. You want players that want to wear this Jersey. That's a very important part of this. That being said, um, I think there was, there's been a failure and I don't want to get off the topic of Zach Benson. I think there's a failure in the lack of preparing for this year from Kevin Adams. He, he went with his gut that Devin Levi would be the number one goaltender on this team and he would flourish and, and great things would happen. Well, that's clearly not happening because we have three goaltenders and none of them have basically taken over a number one position. They did not address the top four position on defense, but they brought in a couple guys that marginally have, have, have made an impact. It was the, the top four defense was not addressed. When you go to the forward line, Victor Olsen should have been traded two years ago. He is still on this team. We have the exact same forward line as what we had last year, but we've added one player. And that's an 18-year-old Zach Benson. And we now look at our, our team, and we are sitting second-worst in the Eastern Conference and not showing any signs that this team can can gain ground with how they play. Mismanaging the young players right now, for sure. Mismanaging the young players. And I mean, how many are there? There's really, there's Levi, who's the rookie, and Benson, who's a rookie. And and I'm sorry, like you should you should not be relying on two kids one in net, and the other one to to fill a void in an area that you failed to address, which was picking up some players. I think he's gained a lot from being up here for these nine games in the last two months. I think he's gained a lot. 
I would send him to the World Juniors, have him play for Canada, try and win a gold medal. I would then from there send him back to his junior hockey team, which is a very, very good team in the WHL. And I would want him to go through a long playoff run in the WHL. Go and shred it. And then we'll see you right after that season. He would be called up, sent to the minors, played there. But we, he needs a half a season to finish off, play a ton of hockey in the WHL, and then he'll never see that league again. I would well, you think know what he could 100% do. he'll be in the NHL the following year. If you remember what Shane Wright did last year, he ended up going and he, he ended up going and playing five games in the American Hockey League and did a stint there right before the World Juniors. So I think they kind of did it where he went for a stint there, brought him back, and then sent him to World Juniors. Then he went from there back to junior. Yeah. So that's there's always that scenario for Benson. So it's not like you have to necessarily burn the year. Mm-hmm. Um and that means that you're keeping him here. I think what this means is send him to Roch, get him five, six games there if you can, a couple weekends, send him to the World Junior Camp, which is coming up in in early to mid-December. Yep. And then figure out. Send him back to Junior. And you you expect a long push at the World Juniors. Canada's got some players. Yeah. It's going to be, Canada will be a strong team. Um, he'll have his buddy there, um, Matt Savoy. Okay. And from there, I would have both those two players go back to junior and literally their focus is trying to have a long playoff run and win the Western conference title. That's what I would think. That's what I would want for, um, this young player. And when he's 19 years old, when he's 19, he's going to be playing for the Buffalo Sabres next year but he'll be much better prepared walking into that season. And I really think that you can see some great things um, coming for Zach Benson because he's a hell of a hockey player. He's a hell of a hockey player. We're lucky to have him, but I just don't think that there's any need to, um, to rush this young man. Well, the one other thing I'll add is now Kevin Adams can kind of look at the prospect depth and say, Benson's a keeper. Circle your keepers or untouchables and trades for right now and then pick off the other guys that you think aren't going to be in your future and go and start making some trades. Start making some trades. Like, this is a team that needs to shake shit up. The problem is there's no teams that want to make trades right now. And that's where the boat was missed. That'll do it for Side Notes, presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close. All eyes on Zach Benson, I guess. I'm Ron Burgundy.